Hello, hello. I want to talk about entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is one of the most inspiring, freeing, and empowering ventures that I've ever experienced in my life so far. But there are times where the outside world will begin to weigh in in many ways. And all of the sudden, we shift and we respond to it energetically. After too many days, move to your laptop and eight hours or more wearing somewhat questionable yoga pants and not brushing your hair, you will start to forget what it felt like to be yourself. And it's a really unsettling feeling. It's a really, you know, you used to be happy and free, hanging out with friends and dynamic and engaging. And somewhere along the way, you wrote the success meant that you had to trade your real self for this other version of yourself. And maybe you lost your voice, maybe you lost your confidence, maybe your, um, I don't know, bright, sarcastic, fun-loving side, your sass, that spark that makes you, you, you know, that like vivaciousness, that electricity, that um, spontaneity, you forgot how to play. My name is Rebecca Korn and I'm founder and CEO of Rising Rule. And this is where we talk about all of these spicy, difficult, juicy topics here within the Queen's Chamber. And, you know, I think it's a very important piece to talk about centering around anxiety, shame, fear. There's so many layers of us that are oftentimes running the show. And when you're no longer connected to your body, it just doesn't feel like yours anymore. You feel like this, um, this extension of yourself, this popped out version of yourself, or even just this armored, weighed down, dragging, low, different self. Yet you feel totally productive. And despite the amount of work that you've done on your mindset, you find yourself sabotaging yourself over and over again. And I'm just here to say that I completely empathize with the person that is going through this right now. And this is why I'm here. I'm not here to judge or to shame in these spaces. I'm, I'm genuinely here to say that the burnout is real, that the dopamine dropout is real. And I'm here to just talk to you about how serving your tribe doesn't have to take you to these depths not an all or nothing journey. This is a journey of just knowing how to float in certain areas, how to surrender in certain areas, and how to be a leader in a way that is truly rooted in who you really are. Because at the end of the day, when we're stepping into business, there's a rite of passage. There's this beautiful portal that 
just opens up and asks you to play and move and dive in to all of the emotions and all of the invitations that things are coming forward within and just emerge embodied and sovereign. So how do we do that? You know, what what are the layers of which we can move through and, and consider as we are meeting ourselves in each of those layers? And the first thing that I want to remind you of is recognizing that the burn, the drive, constant traction, and linear success is just not necessary. <laughs> because I think that when you're running your business in a mindset of like, okay, once I hit X dollars or X revenue, then I'll slow down. Or once I'm able to afford blah, 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 then I'll be able to have peace. Or once I do, and I just want you to ask yourself to reconsider. Because building a business, yes, of course, it requires some level of sacrifice, sure. But if you label it sacrifice energetically, that is such a point of there's just a zhuzh with that. You know, I look at all of the greats from a perspective of, I don't know, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, the Buddha, Jesus. They didn't declare that this is sacrifice or that they had to give up themselves or their well-being to get there because there didn't really exist. And there doesn't exist. Whether we wake up today or we don't wake up tomorrow, we want to have a full day in the day that we do. And there are these moments that challenge us and ask us to step up to the plate in many different ways. And welcoming that with joy, laughter, grace, and energy just fits your entire perspective in a moment. So how do we do that? <laughs> Well, the first thing is that we we don't set emotion based um, or emotion contingent rather targets. We don't say, okay, well, because I did this, I feel happy. It's a charging. So if you think about charging your iPhone, and it's not for me, I'm constantly making my iPhone. <laughs> don't judge me. I am not tech savvy. I have to have an iPhone, I think. I think I am constantly reallocating or or trying to figure out different chargers for myself. But when I plug in my iPhone, it is like 2%. And when we correlate this to burnout and business, and we are at a 2% measure, it takes a lot longer to charge. And that's because it has a whole lot more momentum that it has to kind of churn into to queue up from a 2% to a 10% versus a 20% to a 36%. There's momentum that starts to happen and you create a gain, like compound interest, but battery style. <laughs> and in that light, if you are able to treat yourself in a way where you can because we actually value so many things nowadays in so many different ways that this baffle my mind. We value an iPhone or an upgrade like it is going to save us in business. And candidly, it is the mental upgrade. It is the understanding of where we are that will 
get us the further in business, get us the furthest in business rather. And so when we track out a little bit further and we say, okay, hold on a second, instead of a week or two weeks or three weeks, how do I desire to feel in 60 days? How do I desire to feel in 90 days? Or from here till the, the end of the year, which is approximately at, this, at the point of this recording is about 75 days. So in 75 days, how would you like to feel and how do you want your business to reflect that? But not only your business, don't stop at your business. How would you like your body to reflect that? How would you like your centered, your heartfelt feelings? How would you like your, your neck and your posture to feel? How would you like your family to feel about the way that you've carried yourself through those last 75 days? How would you like your employees to feel? The people that you lead people that you spiritually connect with inside of your business. And so you'd be surprised how much more fulfilling it is to set these targets this way, not to mention it keeps you much more in tune with your heart and internally checking in to ask how you're feeling so that you're not just driving, driving, driving in a way that is burning you out because you're really only going to be able to meet yourself at the depth that you can Connect with the discomfort of what is showing up. And so my next tip here is actually centered in space or threaded through space, <laughs> like a eye of a needle and you are holding the thread on a train. Because in business, it is a bouncy road. I, I mentioned to a business owner this week, I said, you know, the thing with being a business owner is that you are flying a plane and I forget who said this. And so if any of my listeners know who said this, please hit me up because um, I know I heard it someplace and I just really love to honor where intellectual property comes from because um, that is something that is so underappreciated these days. But nonetheless, um, entrepreneurship is like a like flying a plane. It is not completely finished yet. And so there's no seats in there. There aren't really full wings. And you're kind of just like pulling through these spaces of, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen next, but here we go. And so setting up space so that you can really deepen into not only how you're feeling, but also enjoying the surroundings buying yourself some fresh flowers, lighting candles, keeping a beautiful scent going on. It doesn't have to be complex and it can also not have to do with your being working from home or in other places. It can also mean taking space, like making sure you go to that yoga class on a Friday night. It could also mean making sure you have a date night every week or and that doesn't mean that like date night has to happen because you are in a relationship. You can have a date night in relationship, but you can also have a date night for yourself as well. One of my favorite things to do. The same thing goes with taking time for facials or massage or, you know, getting dressed up, 
and making sure that you are feeling into this space of reconnecting with who you are truly. And I know how you are listening to this probably thinking, oh my God, I wish I had time for something like that. And candidly, if you just give yourself, maybe it's 20 minutes and even just preparing your coffee in a glorious way, dive into the richness of that. I mean, the fact that we can source coffee from halfway across the world that can be shipped and delivered within a day is something that actually only royalty really experienced less than 100 years ago. And here we are throwing our hands up if something takes more than two to three days to get to us. Where's my stuff? Why isn't it here yet? And so connecting with the fact that that coffee comes from thousands and thousands of years ago where somebody decided that it could be really good to plant this seed or try this seed and throw it in some boiling water. Who did that? I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I appreciate you so much every single day. And I think about the work that it took every day for them. They sacrificed their lives for that. Here we are chugging down an entire cup of coffee, missing all of the magic. And I think that's really what it's about. I think that the life of an entrepreneur, whether you're in finance, whether you're a business owner, whether you're in real estate, whether you're an investor, it doesn't matter. Because connecting with who you are in this moment and honoring the goddess that has developed to this point today, not tomorrow, forget it. Be here now. Be one with everything that has happened. But also be one with yourself because when you remove yourself from one world like social media and internet, and I'm sure that you are with me on this, can I get a hallelujah on this? How many of us have opened up our phone on a frantic Monday morning or Tuesday morning, we're trying to figure out something that we're trying to integrate into our business and we open up one screen and then we're into another screen and we're checking our social media and the next thing we're like, oh my God, and it finishes other piece. And then our children need us or our uh, pets need us or our partner needs us. And we as women are like, hold on a second, I will help you one second. And next thing you know, your phone's at 20%. After me, and you look around and you say, "Oh my gosh, how is it? How is it ten thirty? What just happened?" And there's other ways to move through that, like popping on some slow jams, centering in, and saying, "I uh, I wish I could help you right now. I cannot. Is there another time?" that we can chat about that. And if it's child, it's a point of owning a boundary to a degree, but also releasing yourself into this place of understanding that you are not meant to be perfect. As a matter of fact, it is a gift not to be perfect. A good mother fails is something that I teach my clients consistently where it's not only in motherhood, it's as a business owner as well. We learn so deeply from our failures. We learn so wonderfully from those perspectives that they redirect us and we really 
if we sit with it, and this is the whole crux of this, the burnout comes on the other side of pushing through, pushing through, hustling, moving faster, trying to get to the other side, trying to get to these pieces. What about this? How come I, how can I get this? I need to manifest that and demanding, demanding this rooted shift to happen from not only your body, but the sacrifice of your spirit. And this is where I say we are one. And you can find this in every single religion you can find this in every single person we can all agree with this whole spirituality idea of we are one there's a oneness about us and we recognize that we realize that the moment that we pivot around and turn around and judge somebody or judge something or subjugate ourselves away from something we are disconnecting from that inner goddess including ourselves Hold on, I need to help you. Hold on, I need to do this because if I don't do this, the underlying commentary is if I don't do this, I will feel inadequate. I think the power of embodiment and receiving and taking up your space is a really was a very long journey for me i will say <laughs> it took me nearly seven years well six years of running a practice to get to this place of understanding that yes i understand i want to be driving my business to the next level but i also don't want to be sacrificing or falling on my sword every single day just not the place that i want to live within and so most women associate thinking and action with results but that is not how our brains work our our brains don't connect action and results now yes there is some aspect of action but the masculine is what thinks with thought the masculine is what gets inspired by thought the feminine embodies it this is why our intuition is so so high So for example, have you ever found yourself in this like flow of work where you just feel incredibly creative and inspired and light? You're just like, oh my gosh, things are just rolling easily today. That is your feminine energy, darling. Just because you are not pumped full of anxiety, panic, and trauma and executing on this cycle of, oh my gosh, I push out effort doesn't mean that you're not being productive. And so how do we embody that? How do we break those cycles? Because that is such a hard thing to do at times, Rebecca. Yes, I hear that and I feel that. So the first thing that I'm going to take you into is just understanding the way that we breathe. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, I didn't do that yet. Oh, I didn't get that yet. Oh, I'll be right there. Oh, let me call that person back. Oh my gosh, I'm going to choke myself. And so when we recognize that women entrepreneurs want to feel successful and sexy, and we understand too that our workflow cannot fit into a box. Queens are not made for boxes. That's for Amazon. 
And so we start giving a little bit more energy to the sexy side. So the part where you are washing your face at the end of an evening and saying to the kids, hey, listen, you're going to have to brush your own teeth. I'm still washing my face and I have soap in my eyes. Or it's that point of saying, no, I, I cannot help you right now, but maybe we can make some time for it. And carving that out and releasing it. And so when you stop that breath of reaction, you start to slow. And so I'm going to over-exaggerate the way that I would roll this breath. So instead of that piece, um, this connection with big, round, deep breath, allows our dopamine to come into this place where we feel a little more connected into our body, a little bit more calm, a little bit more flowy, sexy, embodied, creative. That's one part. The other part of leveling out our dopamine and leveling out our cycles of, of embodiment into a place where it's embodiment of the feminine is giving ourselves the appreciation and honor of, wow, I completed content today and I'm feeling really proud of myself. I gave myself the understanding that I stuck to my schedule today. And I appreciate that because this is where that meditative mind comes in. You know, many times people will tell me, Rebecca, I don't want to meditate. I don't want to, I don't want to go into that place. And they just simply are not ready for it. And that's completely okay. Receiving yourself in a different place is, it's a journey that you genuinely have to be ready for. But the point of meditation isn't to not think. The point of meditation is to connect into the breath of understanding that the way that you're moving through all of these emotions that come towards you, all these thoughts, all these ideas, all these invitations that are popping into your mind can be flipped away one by one and moved into yourself in the deeper emergence of connection, of bridging the gap between business and pleasure, of understanding that I don't have to connect to all of these different archetypes that are coming in and about to emerge. I don't have to pay attention to every single thought, idea, etc. I can be here right now and be at peace with just my breath inside of myself. So she's inside of you right now, but you need to slow down. So if you're listening to this podcast in a place where you're driving, I do not recommend closing your eyes when you're driving or doing anything that requires your eyes to be open. If you can, just connect with your breath. Don't show anything. Just close your eyes if you're able. Maybe place your hand on your heart and the hand on your belly. And honor 
her. Honor her, the heroine, goddess, the queen. The woman who is an inspiration. The woman who dives into this portal of her senses, her intuition, and her energy beyond the mind. Come into that surrendered, emotionally awake woman. See how she's mastered her emotions her understanding of where she seeks that validation. Where she's visible because she's healed her shame and has explored her self-worth in really deep ways. And pick one item, one thing you just love so much about yourself. Finding like a beacon of hope for the rest of your soul. No matter when you're listening to this, I hope that you carried that honor and that space and know that this is your gateway to power. It's your connection with purpose and joy. This purposeful fullness, this soulful journey that is leading business in a way that our emotions are wholehearted, her body is nurtured, and her fears are heard. This is the leadership that only you can connect with. I hope that this podcast connects you with what is possible out there for you and how you can unwind some of these layers. You know, as a recovering financial advisor, it was something that, um, you know, I, I just believed because we were taught so, in so many ways by men to run my business like a man. And in many ways, it was something that was the biggest curse, but also the biggest blessing. In many ways, I very much for a long time resented the fact that men were the leaders in finance. Now I simply understand that men come from women. So it's this beautiful divine success that is wholehearted and all of us are one. There's no judgment in that space. It's just this connection, this understanding, this appreciation of what can be out there for you and how you can put down the noise of everything that is going on around you at times because it can be very, very overwhelming and you can trust the 
art of feeling amazing about yourself, no matter what life throws at you, because you truly have that power. And so being able to fill your cup in a way that so much love is being received and embodied that it doesn't matter if somebody says no or yes. And I so wish I could go back in time and teach this to my younger self. It would have changed my entire world. And I get this so often for my clients. Rebecca, if only I knew this when I was 20 years old and when we're doing the really deep work, you know, there's parts of that that we can really, oh my gosh, look back and say, oh my gosh, this would have totally changed my life. But that's not the point. The point is, is that we have to grow through it. We have to journey through this. We have to have the courage to be able to step up to birth the most beautiful life for ourselves. And birthing is no small feat. Birthing is a journey that we commit to, we get focused inside of, and we deliver. And we do that without thinking. We do that without doing. We do that without saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to figure these pieces out. It is a surrender, truly, even if we are trying in other different modalities. The beautiful journey. And so I just wanted to remind you not to forget the inspiration and invite you to have the bliss and the joy and the peace inside of this for yourself. Again, my name is Rebecca Korn here, CEO of Rise Rain Rule, Recovering Financial Advisor. And I just want to say thank you so, so much for connecting with us in this space. If you feel aligned to meet us at Her Rain inside of Facebook, spelled R-E-I-G-N, like a queen, we drop uh, weekly content of uh, weekly nuggets of content. How about that? Of uh, things just to keep you moving and keep you inspired as a queen inside of your business, inside of your relationship and your soul and your body. I want to thank you so, so much for tuning in and have a beautiful week.